And that right there is the music we've been waiting for. <laughs> because it's the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine, Avram Pilch. Avram, are you there? Yes. Excellent. Awesome. How are you doing? Not bad. How about you guys? Oh, not too bad. We've had an interesting week. You've also had an interesting week, which we're going to talk about here in a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, look, it's it's I I love uh I love sparking debate, uh which is why I am the online editorial <laughs> director of uh Laptop Mag and Tom's Guide. And you can, if you want to debate with me, you can follow me on Twitter at Geek and Chief. Read my columns at laptopmag.com slash geeksgeek or keep up with all of our news at laptopmag.com and tomsguide.com. Very good. So let's get into it. Talk about what's led us to today. <laughs> so uh, the iPhone 6, or perhaps it won't be called the iPhone 6, uh, is an extremely hot uh, commodity in terms of internet chatter these days. There's just a lot of people wanting to know about iPhone 6 rumors. What is the iPhone 6 coming out? What's it going to have? We have, there's a lot of information leaking out. How much of it is true? Obviously, no one can say until the phone comes out. Uh, but every time we write about iPhone 6, uh, people are just gobbling up the information. So uh, we set, I sat down and decided, okay, Based on what we know about the iPhone 6 and based on what we know about Apple, uh, how is this next iPhone going to fare vis-a-vis uh, Android and Windows Phone, uh, its main competitors? And it seems to me like, look, we know people are going to buy it. There's no question that it's going to sell. But uh, whether or not it's going to give Apple a reputation for innovating again when the last couple of years, the last couple of iPhone releases, people have been saying, well, this isn't that special. I don't think this is going to be special. I, I think it's going to continue uh, kind of the very conservative nature of iPhone releases. Apple's very conservative nature of, hey, we have all of our fans and we know they're going to buy our product. Uh, now, I wrote this article about six reasons the iPhone 6 has already lost, and uh, we got some really interesting feedback, uh, not only from commenters on our own site and on uh, the Yahoo and on Yahoo where it was syndicated, uh, but also a couple of folks decided to write their own rebuttal articles, which I love. I love the discussion, even if even if some of it is a little bit nutty. Uh, there was one guy. I'm trying to remember the name of, of the blog that he was on. I'm blocking it out. Uh, where he like <laughs> wanted to gave, gave everybody my email address and and uh, contact information and told them to mail me. Good, you know, I'll take the the the, the feedback. Uh, honestly, I wasn't flooded with with emails. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, the unofficial Apple weblog wrote an article about it. Uh, the uh, the Macalope, which is a column on Macworld and another column on Network World, uh, you know, and obviously uh, they don't. They think that I'm wrong because the iPhone 6 is going to sell well. But my only answer to that is Transformers 2: Revenge of the Fallen so, uh, was the most popular Transformers movie. Right. Does that mean right. that it's good? Uh, no, it people, certainly does not. <laughs> 
you know, uh, is the the Fantastic Four movie, the first one, was a, with uh, Jessica Alba as Sue Storm, was a uh, big box office success. Would any, does anybody think it was a good movie? Just because people buy the iPhone six, that doesn't mean it's an innovative product. There's there are several there are several things that we can already tell are likely. I mean, uh, perhaps we'll be wrong. Are likely to be uh, missing in it. For one, Apple has been very conservative about adding camera features. Yes, it has um, increased the low light capability and going from the iPhone five to the five S. But it's still at 8 megapixels. And what we're hearing is it's maybe going to go from 8 to 10 or just stay at 8. And I know that megapixels are not the measure of everything. It's also uh, not incorporating some of the really neat features that we're seeing from the likes of Samsung where you're getting things like eraser mode, the ability to change the focus after the, fa after the fact, animated pictures, uh, you know, the ability to pick the best face in a shot, all of that innovation that's going on, but Apple's not participating in that, uh, really kind of says, well, where's the excitement? The camera maybe is competent, but it's not, but they're not really innovating. You know, we don't even know if they'll have real time HDR, which is something that we're starting to see on a lot of, uh, phones. Samsung has a real time HDR, um, Sony has it on the Xperia Z2. So, you know, we're not going to, I don't think we're going to see a lot of innovation in the camera. And even though megapixels are, are not the biggest part of that, still, if you take a photo and you want to crop in on a small part of it and see the detail, that's a lot harder to do when you're not capturing as much information and you're simply not capturing as much either with, with the iPhone. Uh, another problem that we that we saw on the iPhone 5s and seems very likely to continue um, seems very likely to continue as we move into the um, into the iPhone 6 or iPhone Air whatever they call it is is weak battery life. The iPhone 5s lasted only five hours and 46 minutes on the laptop battery test. Uh, the test that what I mean is laptop mags battery test. And um, the reason it, it lasted so little time is it doesn't have a very large battery. You can't remove the battery. Uh, but obviously, Apple prioritizes having a thin, light phone over giving you the battery life that you need. So while the iPhone 6 may have a larger battery and it may be more power efficient, it'll probably also have a larger screen. So it, really, I think you're you're going to continue to see mediocre battery life. The average smartphone uh, lasts six hours on our test. That's six hours of continuous web surfing uh, over 4G. The iPhone 5S is 15 minutes short of that. But if you look at if you look at the other phones out there in the market, from the likes of LG and Samsung, you're seeing things with battery lives over 10 hours, you know, nine, 10 hours. Samsung Galaxy Note 3 got 11 hours and 15 minutes on on the same test. So, you know, it's it's going to continue, I think, to be a disappointment because they're not prioritizing the battery life, and they're never going to let you go out and replace your carry a replacement battery like you can with with certain other phones like the Samsung Galaxy Note 3 where I had where I replaced my battery with a a $25 a dual you know double the capacity battery that's now I only have to charge my phone once every 2 days and I'm using it all the time um, 
the other thing that it's going to be sorely lacking most likely is NFC. Now, I could be wrong here, and Apple could do an about-face and say, we're going to have NFC near-field communications. But the, the NFC has been out for like three years now, and the fact that they haven't adopted it yet really tells you all you need to know about their future plans for NFC. At the same time that we're seeing just a lot of different things that take advantage of NFC, we're seeing mobile payments that use NFC, we're seeing locks for your house that you unlock with NFC, we're seeing all kinds of peripherals that you pair uh, with a Bluetooth device via NFC. Um, you know, we've gotten in, uh, I, we have a camera in the office where you just tap your phone to it and it transfers the photos. None of that for the iPhone. Uh, because Apple thinks it's too cool to use the NFC standard. Another thing that's unlikely to change because we see how the operating system is going is all the, th all the inherent limitations in iOS. And, you know, just a couple of those that I named, uh, there's just too few options for sharing in iPhone. If you're on Android and you want to, and even if you're on, uh, you know, Win Windows, you have some, you have something like a share contract. That means if I program an app and I and this app is shareable, like I could build my own social network that you can share to, and I don't need Google's blessing and I don't need uh, the Chrome browser's blessing. All I need to do is make it shareable. And is make it a shareable app, and it'll show up on the share menu. But in the case of iOS, the the application developer has to explicitly support everything that you might share to. So if someone comes out with a new email program, no, nope, can't share to it. If someone comes out uh, with another social network, can't share to it. Uh, and some of the major social networks are not are not represented, can't share to Google Plus. So there's, you know. If you're in the Safari browser, uh, which is the main browser for iPhone, you you know you you've only got a handful of choices: Twitter, Facebook, email, or send a message. So really, a really really limited uh, selection and an inconsistent experience to be sure. But that's what it's like when you can't customize anything. You can't customize your key your virtual keyboard. You you can only have iOS's keyboard. You can't install one of the many third-party keyboards uh, that are out there that allow you to to decide what kind of typing experience you want. Do you want trace typing? Do you want next word prediction that that learns from you? There's just a lot of things that are not uh, that you cannot do that you you can't choose to install your own keyboard. You, similarly, you can't control your home screen very much. It's just a set of icons on. On, on Windows Phone, you have those live tile widgets, which give you all kinds of updates. And on Android, you've got widgets and you've got shortcuts and you've got just a slew of stuff that you can put there. But in Apple's case, uh, you gotta, you've got to ride with the Apple training wheels on uh, when you're on iPhone, and you can't and and you can't just you can't make those decisions for yourself. Apple's already made them for you. Uh, and so when you when you look at that kind of situation. That's not innovation, no matter how many people buy it. Absolutely, that and that's you know, we've been, we've been saying it for ages. You know, the the three of us that at at some point Apple advertised that they were innovative, and here here we are, people still believe it, and they've proven over, especially over the last couple of phones, that no, not not really. 
being the last to adopt a technology is not innovating. You know, being uh, like a two years behind on on adding 4G to your phone, uh, being however many years behind on on having an HD screen. Like one thing that I I probably will happen finally is iPhone will probably add an HD screen because there's so much pressure on them to do that. They'll probably get a little bit larger than four inches because there's so much pressure on them to do that. So they'll probably do those things and they'll be hailed as innovative by people who who love Apple, even though the first HD, full HD phone we saw was an HTC phone that came out in 2012. So, so really, Apple has a real habit of being a day late and a dollar short or a bitcoin short in uh tech terms and uh and yet people will will give them credit but i think people are starting to see hey actually the real innovation is going on in other ecosystems where people are really trying where the manufacturers are really not resting on their laurels because they know that they don't have a built-in audience they have to they have to perform they have competition and they have to perform. Nokia is trying really hard to to innovate. Uh, Samsung is trying really hard to innovate. LG, HTC, Motorola, they're trying really hard to to innovate. Uh, And that's where you see companies pushing the envelope forward and interesting new features. And, you know, that's, that's where some of the, some of the best stuff of the last few years has come from. You know, Apple will probably never never give you a phone with a stylus uh, and people thought Samsung was crazy uh, when they came out with the original Galaxy Note well who's laughing now the Galaxy Note 2 and 3 were huge hits yeah yeah you're absolutely right uh, well, you know, uh, Alante who you've met and you know regular viewers probably recognize is in love with the stylus and uh, and Nakia as well who's been on the show a number of times and was with us at CES last year. Yeah. Um, they they both love the stylus oh, yeah. on the Note series because they're artists. And Apple has always been, for whatever reason, believed to be the platform for artists. And here you've got them saying, no, 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 uh, no stylus. And, Sam- <laughs> and Samsung handing you this big screen with an active stylus and going, draw. With stock I mean, apps, <laughs> they were willing to take a risk. It could have failed. I mean, some of the other things that they have done have been fails. Uh, the Samsung Galaxy Zoom, for example, Galaxy S4 Zoom. Uh, you know, maybe a new version of that will be okay, but uh, that turned out awful. That that's the phone that had a zoom zoom lens on the back of it. I mean, but they tried, and you got to you got to give them some credit for for being willing to experiment. Apple has become too conservative for their own good. They're, they'll only come out with stuff if they if they kind of know it's going to be a hit, and that's why you're seeing other folks kind of other folks kind of uh, school them because you know you're going to see Apple do things on the next iPhone that you saw Samsung do two years ago. Right now, of course, all of this discussion, Avram, very good stuff, but uh, I expect a flurry of uh, emails and tweets so go ahead and give them your contact information of where people who might want to either disagree with you or call you nutty send that information i i love i love all comments uh so please con so please 
follow or comment to me on uh, at Geek and Chief on Twitter. Uh, you can, of course, read this article and others like it at laptopmag.com slash geeksgeek or keep up with all of our news at tomsguide.com and laptopmag.com. Awesome, Avram. I can't wait to hear an update later this week, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week.